What's cracking, y'all? It's Nipsey Hussle. You already know I'm rocking with my homeboy, Twin City Tone. You guys can well, follow man. me. Y'all yeah. can follow me um, on all social media at BigWiz612 or just on Facebook at BigWiz. There it is. Tap in with him. And uh, Wiz, sounds like you have an announcement to make, man. Yeah, I want to get right to it because this is very important to me. For all of our followers and listeners that have been tapped in for a while, you've heard me bring this up a couple of times. But this issue was a big issue of mine. I um I used to suffer from addiction um to pain medication via a car accident that was prescribed from the hospital, but I kept going after they took me off prescription. But um one year ago Saturday, I quit. One year ago Saturday. Wow, one um, year, bro. Not one relapse, not one touch, not one. I mean, I had craves early and shit, but. The reason why I want to bring it up is because I was very secretive about it before. I mean, I told you, I told a few friends of mine that knew, um, but no one told me to quit. I didn't have to go through a treatment facility. It wasn't hindering my finances too much, but what it was doing was fucking with my mental health, yep. um, my, my health. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, stuff wasn't working right in my body. And it also, um, I was playing Russian roulette because the way things are now, they're putting, they're making fake ones. And yep. um, I, I'm just really proud of it. This is one of the best accomplishments of my life because it was something that I prioritized first every day. I would wake up if I didn't have it, I would go get it. If I had it, I would take it. Mm -hmm. And um, I just wanted to make this announcement and be real quick. I'm not gonna be long-winded because I want anyone out there to know that if you suffer from addiction, whether it's alcohol, sex, any anything uh, opiates like me sipping lean whatever it may be um you are not alone and that's right. what as an addict as an as a, i mean i'll always be a, a a addict they call us as a former addict or whatever yep i felt alone and that was the one thing and knowing i'm big whiz the mayor of minneapolis i wasn't alone i never was alone but i felt like i was alone and that's how people feel when they're in that dark deep hole and i just want everyone to know that you're not alone um, your heroes, the people you looked up to, your some of the people that influence you the most suffer from addiction or have suffered from addiction. And if anyone wants to talk about it, has questions, um, wants to vent to me, you can hit me on my Facebook at uh, Nick Swisher or Big Wiz or on Instagram at Big Wiz 612. I would love to um, give advice and just if I can help one person get through their situation, I did my job. And that's all I got to say. Um, I'm happy. I'm proud. And yeah, one year on Saturday, man. And I, here's to the next rest of my life. Yeah. No, that's major. Wisdom. I'm, I'm proud of you too, man, because there's a lot of people that don't come out of that. No, there's for a lot sure. of people it's that, hard one. They, they, that unfortunately, they lose their lives or they just continue down that road for years and years and years. They're never able to fully break that addiction. And a lot of people too, some people that, that get through it, they're so embarrassed that they went through it. They don't want to share their story, which I get right. that, right? I understand not wanting I'm to talk about it. I'm a very confident person, though. I, I, I'm not embarrassed about it because I know I was great during that, but I knew I couldn't be the greatest version of me while I was doing that. And I knew I had to prioritize my life. I mean, I lost 70 pounds since. Um, my back doesn't hurt anymore. My health's better. My libido's up. Y'all know what that is. And like, <laughs> my, li my life has, has changed dramatically because of it. And I'm going to be honest, and it was the best decision of my life. And I had a few people in my corner during it, you know, shout out to them. They know who they are. And um, they helped me realize who I was and um, didn't judge me. And a lot of people will judge, and that doesn't matter to me because all I know is, like I said, some of our heroes that we looked up to our whole life suffered from addiction, our family members, et cetera. And I just want to be that uh, beacon of light to anyone that looked up to me and had no idea that I dealt with that, with that sickness or that I was struggling like that. And to, um, if you want to reach out, like I said, I got advice. I don't know if my advice works for everyone, but, yeah. um, but I just knew that I couldn't be the best version of me without stopping that. So I'm well, proud. It's a proud moment for me. We celebrated a little bit with a few of my close friends and, and yeah, we're here, baby. That was it. I just want to no, get that off my chest. No, that's major, man. And you remember like when we did that episode, this was, I don't know, maybe six months ago, eight months ago on addiction because we had somebody that, that wrote in, they were battling that. 
And, um, and I stepped up and talked. You stepped up it, and you gave him your story. And then uh, shout out to DJ Deadeye too. Remember, he got on the podcast with us and shared yeah. his story. And yeah. a kid, a kid uh, messaged me that listened to that episode and was just like, "Man, like their stories like impacted me. Like I was able to like give up my my addiction." You know, you guys were inspirational for that. So I mean, just by sharing your story, you can change someone's life, save someone's life. True. You know. So. But yeah, salute to. Shout out uh, to you, Wiz. Thank you. And anyone else that's uh, dealing with it, you can reach out to me. Yep. Reach out to Wiz. He's been through it. So he's not he's not going to stand up on his high horse and look down on you because he's he's been right where you are right now. Definitely. Yep. And we better than ever. So I'm letting you know I'm, I'm better than ever, baby. Yeah. All right. That's good, man. That's good. Well, let's uh let's jump into it, man. Some, uh, some sports talk. So uh, Vikings, big overtime win in Carolina on Sunday. Um, did you watch the game? Yes, I did. Man, when it was tied up and we, we went to kick the field goal, I just knew he was going to miss. I just knew it. Of course. I, That's I just Vikings knew history, bro. He wasn't field even goal. close. So I wasn't surprised on that. I was surprised that we won the coin toss because things usually just don't go our way. That's just what it is. But they marched down the field, got their touchdown, and it was won the game. Yeah. Shout out to Kirk for that. Yeah. One hates Kirk Cousins. He's been doing some clutch shit, getting a couple of these wins for us. So yeah. So our record should be better than what it is, but you know True. we're gonna keep pushing. We have a solid squad, and if they can just keep it together, we can make a we now we put ourselves in position to compete again. Yep. That win. Yeah. We'll be yep. tied for second place in our in our division right now. Yeah, man. So it's a good game. And Again. tomorrow, I got some sports talk quick. Tomorrow yeah. is the NBA tip-off. The season starts tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Lakers versus Golden State. I don't care about any other yeah. game, so that's all I'm talking <laughs> But That is yeah. tomorrow, Tuesday, the NBA tip-off. New season, baby. All right. The new season is here. Yes, sir. Good. Speaking of the NBA, this is something I wanted to talk to you about, Wiz. So you saw Stephen A. Smith and uh, the rest of ESPN. Um pretty much just shaming Kyrie Kyrie Irving for his uh his decision to remain yeah. unvaccinated. Uh we talked about this a few weeks ago basically like he's just uh basically banned from from doing anything with the team now. He can't practice, he can't play in any games because before they were saying he could play in road games, he just couldn't play in in, in Now New the York. team's not letting him do anything. Can't even practice. And- now. He's going to miss out on his money this season, and they were going to give him a $183 million bonus, and they took it off the table. Woo. Wow. Oh, he's talking about possibly retiring. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what do you think, man? Because I, I know, you know, we've talked, obviously, about the vaccination. We're not anti-vax. If we feel like if you want to get it and you choose to get it, you should get it. That's your choice. Facts, but at the same choice. time, if we choose not to, we shouldn't be shamed or ridiculed because of that. So, so here's my thing on it. My yep. opinion is this, um, exactly what you just said, but I seen, I don't know who it was and I don't know if you posted it. You might've in our feed, <clears throat> the thing about how I think you did, how they make the Brooklyn nets get vaxxed, but the New York police department doesn't need to get vaxxed. Lisa posted that. Okay. Yep. Lisa posted so, that. Yeah. So that was, so Sean King posted that. That's wild, bro. Make I, it make sense. And I don't... That's all. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree with Sean King on really anything, but he posted that. And it's it's true, but, like, I, he, again, but the way he he's from, like, an anti-police perspective, like, the dirty cops need to be vaccinated. I'm not looking at it like right. that. I'm just Me saying, neither. I don't think you should force the cops to get vaccinated. I don't think you should force the Brooklyn Nets to get vaccinated. I'm saying make it make sense. If you're going to make them do it, then make everyone that's in, in contact with humans every day do it. But so, I don't think they should make anyone do anything. First of all, that's my take on it. Right. You should right. have a choice. Yeah. And you shouldn't you know, have someone's career in their hands because they're deciding not to take a vaccination. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. And I, I, I tweeted this, and some people, they disagreed with me. But I said, you know, if you look at, if we rewind just a few years ago, a lot of the people that were praising Colin Kaepernick for putting his career on the line for, and standing right. up for something he believed in, are the same ones that are shaming Kyrie Irving for putting his career on the line and standing up for something he believes in. Yeah, people are cloud chasers, bro. Yeah, for real. 
They really are. So I salute Kyrie Irving for standing on his beliefs and not backing down, not bowing down. And look, he's he's giving up tens of millions, like you said, hundreds of millions, if if he doesn't, you know, get a new contract. 183 yeah. million, you said. Yeah. But for him, he said it's not about the money. You know, he said you only principle. get one body. So I get it. I'm with him. Salute to him. Yeah, salute to Kyrie. So we'll see. We'll 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 keep following the story and see how it plays out. But as of right now, he's not going to back down. And I don't think he will. You know, I just don't. No. I don't see it. And the thing is, he's a star, man. It's not like he's a bench player. Like, you know, no, one of these he's guys a star. You don't star. Hear about. He's a star. He's yeah. a champion and a star. Yep. Yep. In so, the finals MVP. Salute to Kyrie, man. We stand with we yep. stand with you, Kyrie Irving. I do. And I don't like him as a player a lot, but I stand with him as a human. That's real. Yeah, so and I don't dislike him. I just there's things we, we won't get into that. Yes, we stand with him. You're right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was you hear about this uh the uh everything going on with the in the NFL with John Gruden being uh yeah, I've seen all of that. So there was I guess there was a uh uh investigation. Uh, looking at old emails and they were looking at the uh, Washington football team. They were doing an investigation on them. And then some uh, old emails from John Gruden got leaked. And these are like 10 year old emails, I believe. Right. Um, so he, he wasn't let go, but he resigned because he said he, he didn't want to be a distraction. Um, right. I think he was, he was three years into a $100 million contract. I think he was making like 10 million a year. So he basically he lost 70 million. I mean, I don't know if they gave him some type of severance or whatever. So he resigned, but I wanted to talk about, did you see Randy Moss on uh yes. crying on national television? Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I love Randy Moss. He actually might be my favorite football player of all time. I loved him when he played for the Vikings Always an exciting player to watch, but come on, bro. I just think it looks very weak when you're on TV crying, literally crying tears and putting a, a Kleenex up to your eyes over some emails that a man wrote 10 years ago. Like we gotta be stronger than that, man. It's you not gotta relax. Gotta, you gotta relax. relax. Way too emotional. Yeah, too I feel emotional. you on that. So it just wasn't a good <laughs> I look. Agree. You know, and then you got uh what what's her name? Sam. Sam Ponder, Christian Ponder's wife, you know, she she started in with the with the with the fake tears as well. And like, I don't know what you think Randy was playing for the camera. Do you think he was really like crying? I think he's really I mean, emotional? I saw tears. I think he's really that emotional. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's not a good look, Randy. No, you gotta chill out. You gotta chill out, man. It's it's yeah, gotta hold it together, bro. So I was disappointed when Randy did that, man. But it I was too. I watched the video. I just seen the one you you sent in the thing. Yeah, I didn't see it live or none, but I did see it. It was hard and to watch. Yeah, it was hard to watch, man. So, all right, <laughs> well, let's move on to some music talk, man. And uh, wait, let me get my little. Uh, there we go. Versus. We had a classic versus. Some legends went head to head. Uh, Big Daddy Kane, KRS One. I didn't watch it. Uh, you checked it out. I checked it out, not the whole thing though. Um, but I, off from the beginning, I was with Kane, and I felt like he, what I seen of it, he held his own just from lyrics and style and composure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big KRS guy. I don't hate KRS, but I'm just not a big. Never was. Just never was. Yeah. So for me, so KRS One and Big Daddy Kane, they're a little bit before my before, time. A little me too. bit. Like I really didn't, those kind of like the older guys were listening to them. I didn't listen to them, you know? But I went back and did my research, you know, as yeah. a kid and I'm like Slick Rick, Cool G rapping Kane. That was my, Kane was just the swag, swagger. Yeah. Fly, women, ladies, man. Ladies, man, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, Kane was more- uh, They fucked with Madonna, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Street stuff, KRS was more conscious. I will say this though, I went to KRS one concert one year it was actually, it was in October. This was maybe like 10 years ago. I think he was at, maybe he was at Epic or Karma. I don't remember where he was, but one of the best live performances I've ever seen in my entire oh, he's life. great. He was amazing live. Yo, he did this one thing where he was freestyling. It was like good versus evil. And he was freestyling, <laughs> talking about stuff in the crowd. And 
when he held the mic in his right hand, he was rapping like about good stuff and like uh, he had a, a different flow. Then he put the mic in his left hand and he'd rap about evil stuff going on in the crowd. And he had a whole different flow. Like he changed it up. It was like good versus evil. It blew my mind. It was amazing. So Yo, shout out was, to both of them. Yeah, yeah. And I love the versus platform for what it's doing for it's just a win-win for the hip hop culture. Yeah. Did did they announce did they like announce an official winner? Are people saying who they think won? People are saying Kane. People are saying Kane. Okay. Got but it. that's up to you. You know, that's up to every each to each his own. Yeah. I think Kane for I only watched like 15 minutes of it. I didn't see the whole thing, but I felt like the 15 minutes I watched that Kane's. Um, just like I said, his demeanor, swagger, his clarity, his just lyrics. It was it was more raw to me. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm biased, though. Yeah, I'll be no, honest. That's, yeah, well, that's cool. People were saying they both. I mean, they both look great. You know, they're both. Oh, yeah. I mean, what they got to be in their mid to late fifties. His KRS annoys me. I'm gonna be real. Fucking <laughs> holding it out. Of Keep it real, man. I, I, he I, he annoys me. Just the rah rah hip hop hip hop rah rah rah. Just not with it, bro. It's too much. It's too much for me. Kane's more laid back player. Like I said, he's a player. He's a boss in streets. Yeah. That's my style of shit. I've always liked that kind of music. Yeah. I'm not with the hippity, hippity, hoppity, hoppity. <laughs> Lyrical, miracle, hero flow. Yeah. They're more about the, you know, get it out the mud. Uh, uh, four heaters on. What'd you say? Four, uh, like a stove, four burners, like a stove. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what I'm on the tone. Yeah, I hear you. You hear ain't. You. What do you say? You ain't. A, you ain't a. You a Lorenz Tate. You ain't. You ain't old dog. You Lorenz Tate. That's what I'm on. I like that. <laughs> you feel That's me? It. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, all right. As I I'm quote one. my boy's lyrics. If y'all don't know, Twin City Tones one of the illest MCs too, y'all. If y'all are just tapped in for the podcast, I appreciate my it, boy's man. nice. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, sometimes the booth calls me, man. I just, I haven't been in there in over a year. We I got know. seven songs we got to put out still. So it's going to call you soon. I'm going to force it. All right. All right. We're going to figure Junior. it out. <laughs> Yo, let's, uh, right, let's keep talking about music. This one, man. Uh, Fat Joe caught a little bit of, a little bit of heat this past week. So he was on Rap City with Big that. And uh, they asked him, they were playing a game and they asked him basically, he would name like a, a legendary artist and say, you know, who is the 2021 version of this artist? So they asked him Jay-Z. He said Kendrick Lamar. Um, they asked him Lauren Hill. And he said, uh, he said, there is no Lauren Hill. There is True. no Lauren Hill. They asked him E-40. He said Rod Wave. Um, uh. Yeah, I don't know about that either. But they asked him Tupac. And uh, All right, uh, Tupac. that's what he said. I should know the Tupac one. Um, I don't know. It's hard to be these guys. I mean, you asking me some crazy stuff. I would say the baby. Okay. All right. All right. So. So here's the thing. He he should have just kept it at. It's hard to be these guys because you really no matter what you say right there people are going to have an issue with it because you really can't There's compare. Not one. There's not one. But the baby, I don't know. It seems like say, if anyone, you would have had to be like, no 2021, but Nipsey was the closest thing. They, I don't even know about that. Nipsey was the close. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And if he would have said Nipsey, I don't think he would have caught that much flack over it. But to say How the baby. Was Pac, 24 or 27 when he died? Pac was 25. 25. Big was 24. What what Pac did at the age 25 and before 25 is I mean... Oh yeah. He lived multiple lifetimes in those 25 years. He did way more than most people that will ever do. Yeah, whatever so, he did from like 20 to 25 yeah. I don't know, man. It's, so, it's hard to, so Fat Joe, prepare. he did release a video kind of explaining his answer. He said, I'm not apologizing. I'm not backing down from what I said. Um, but he's like, you know, they put me on the spot. He's like, it's a tough game to play. And, uh, I gave the answer, you know, he's like, it is tough to be these guys basically. And, right. uh, I get why he said the baby controversial. controversial. Yep. 
exactly. shot, killed somebody. He's been into a lot of shit like that, um, making big pop records, but he doesn't have like the Hollywood presence pocket or I feel like the cults following Probably. or even like the um, the prophet that Pac was maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, Pac was still, Pac still had that conscious. Uh, I like the baby too. I like, know? I fuck with him. It, and the one thing Fat Joe said, he was like, I, I met Pac in real life. Like I knew Pac in real life. He was like, right. he was, he said, he's the most official rapper ever. And he said, he said, but the baby is official too. He's like, he so for me to make that comparison, you know, that's why I did it. So I don't agree, but I don't, that's, that's him. I, I would have yeah, said there's not another Pac. And I, I, I said the closest to me was Nipsey. Yeah. I think that would have been a, that would have been a, a safe, but, a safe, but that is a hard. You know, you're on the spot. You're on TV. We don't know what that feels like on BET. Let first episode, first week of the episode back to Rap City. Right. You probably wanted to say the right answer, but yeah, you can't say shit no more, bro. No. <laughs> so it doesn't no. matter what he would have said. Like you said, he could right. have said Jesus Christ, and they would have fucking ridiculed him. Yeah. The yeah. cancel culture is out here, like. You can't yeah. say anything. You can't keep everyone happy. It's not possible, bro. We talked about last week, Lisa and I, how they're, uh, you know, they're trying to cancel Dave Chappelle over his latest special. Did you watch they're the special? Yeah, of course I did. They're, I watched it twice in the same night. It's hilarious. They're, it's hilarious. They're canceling the people that are trying to cancel him. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Netflix, the Netflix fired people got people. fired. Like, we're not backing down on this because Dave Chappelle, first of all, this is freedom of speech, first and foremost. And He's saying the shit that people are afraid to say. Yeah. And if I don't agree. I don't agree with everything Chappelle says, but I liked the special and I'm supportive of the specials. So. Yeah. And if you break down what he said, I didn't find any of it hateful. I mean, he had I jokes about everybody. Like he I said, said, this is week. it. This is it. This is the last time I'll talk about this. Yeah, exactly. So we could come together and have a medium where we agree, you know? Yeah. Yep. Which will happen. He's too smart. Yeah. And the thing about Netflix, I heard they paid him, it's like 20 million for that, that last uh, special and the one before. So they have big money gonna, invested they're in gonna, him. And they're they're going to get it all back. Yeah, yeah. They're making it all back. But what I'm saying is they're not going to leave that money on the table and be like, all right, let's pull the special because we no, have the controversy is making people watch it. Yeah. They're like, right. oh, what? Wait, let me watch it before they take it down. You know, mm -hmm. people, I watched it twice in the same night. So if they get money off each stream, they get my monthly though. I pay for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, but now nah, you're right. They are canceling those who are trying to cancel him. And, Shout uh, out to him for speaking his mind. I mean, he's not dude, backing Bill, down because most people Bill, come out and they apologize. Bill Burr spoke his mind uh, on shit. Uh, George Carlin back in the day used to speak his mind. Richard yep. Pryor, like, let him do him, man. We're not gonna just stop letting comedians lighten the situation, man. They're lightening the situation. They're, you know, they're making, he does diss, Dave Chappelle's dissed white people for years. He's dissed Mexicans. He disses black people, his own race more than anything, bro. So, he, you know, he goes at anybody. Give him a break. Yeah. He said, I like the old gays. Glory <laughs> hole ones. I was dead, bro. I was like, this dude is fucking crazy, bro. Like that yeah. shit was crazy. That was a good, yeah. Dave Chappelle's crazy. Nah, he's hilarious, man. And we're not anti anything on here. Like, shout no, out to everyone. Make your choice, free choice in America. But yeah, let him talk then. Let him talk. Let he him said, you can murder someone at a Walmart in North Carolina. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> Don't talk about it, Wiz. They're going to come try to cancel you, man. No, nah, I'm done. I just, I support anyone that speaks freely. And you know, that's what our country's about, right? That's what it's about. All right, let's... uh. Next one. Did you see this uh, Philadelphia father snap on the uh, yes. Meek Mill, the Meek Mill uh, art, album art artwork that was on the side of a bus? So it's it is yes. it's some explicit artwork. I wouldn't want my niece or my young nephews to, to see that necessarily. It's not a a, a good look. Um, well, did you hear what Killer Mike said? No. What did he say? And he made sense, and it, and I stopped thinking how you thought. Okay. Um, but we'll bring our nieces and nephews to uh, to um, art galleries and to um, museums where there's nudity, clear nudity in museums and art galleries. 
It's art. It's our art. It's it's art. I, okay. Leave, I, leave the man alone. It's art. I hear that. But okay, so I'm gonna give you my response to that was because I, I, I have a response. I'll to listen. That. But uh I'm gonna play the rant for people who haven't heard it because I do have the rant here. So I'm just gonna play some I heard it. He was walking around a bus snapping. Yeah, yeah. For for listeners who Look haven't heard it. Bus. Look at this bus that goes by in my neighborhood. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? This is on the side of a bus rolling through your street, rolling on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. He's going in. He's going hard. Is this what you want? So he's walking around the bus pointing out. Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look? This is how you want to be portrayed? Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support Meek Mill. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. Let's not mistake him with this. <laughs> All right. So I hear what Killer Mike is saying. Yeah, there are art galleries with nudity, all of that. The difference is that's not on the side of a bus for little kids to see. Like if this, if his, if this album artwork was in a museum and people went there to see it, I understand. But when right. you put it on the side of a bus for where anybody can see it, and like the guy just said, like the pink, like you know what that is. Like she's bending over, you see the pink dot. Like it's not, that's not good. It's it's doing too much, too much. So I don't know, man. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't want that bus to ride by and my niece see that. And I, I feel you, but TV, commercials, uh, tabloids, magazines, I mean, it's becoming porn, bro, pretty much. It is. The damn near sex on regular TV, though. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, like, I can control, I get it, I can control that, like, what my what my niece watches when she's with me. I can control right? that. But if I'm in traffic with her and the bus pulls up and we're at the stoplight, You're I right. can't control that. I got to try to cover her eyes, you know? So... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's doing a little bit too much, man. But I think that guy was on point with it. Yeah, he went in. Yeah, he 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 let, he let it be known. Um, all right, let's. Lizzo attends Cardi B's birthday party. <clears throat> Did you see her 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 choice her gown choice for the evening? Yeah. Thoughts? Wow. Wow. And listen, we're not trying to shame, right? But it's doing too much. It's doing too much. That's that's I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave it at that. This was wild. <laughs> this was doing her thing. She's wow. <laughs> you gonna leave it at that, Wiz? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Lizzo and Sophia Harris. Shout out to Sophia Harris, yes. Um no, I feel you though. She's wild, bro. All right, we got okay. Lisa and I were going to talk about this last week, but we wanted to wait for Wiz to be on. Um, the new super, Superman. Um, so Clark Kent, Lois Lane. I got my perspective. Go ahead, go explain it. Though. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you could. So Clark Kent, Superman, Lois Lane. They have a son named John. John, John Kent. Cl John Kent. He's the new Superman now. And they just announced that he is bisexual. So they we announced just, a picture of him kissing on another man. Yes. And we talked about this a, about a month ago when they introduced Robin as bisexual. And we were like, he's going to date. Like, they don't even, they never even show him dating anybody. Like, why do they have to introduce it like this? Why not make, like you said, why not introduce a whole new character who's bisexual? Why do and they that have was to? Robin. That was going to be my answer on this one, too, on the Superman thing. Like, not Superman, the most powerful uh, the most powerful superhero of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling it either. And again, we're not, we're not anti-anything, but it's just like no. introduce a new character instead of trying to uh, 100%. switch up the characters that we grew up on. That's all I'm saying. You know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if... Uh, I don't know. You think you think like the the ratings will go like are people really checking for that? Like, are they trying to see a, a, a bisexual Superman? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I think it's going to have a lot of mixed feelings, bro. Yeah, me too. All right, we shall see. Um, and you know how we feel. Yeah, we'll leave that one alone. I'm going to leave it on, but, but it kind of ties into the next thing I wanted to ask you about because I feel like companies are, they're, they're obviously trying to force an agenda. They're not really reading the market. Like, what do people really want to see? They're like, this is what you should see. This is what you should like. And it leads me to this. I didn't watch the Dr. Fauci, fraudulent Fauci, as you coined the term with over a year ago. Um, yes, I did. When I was still trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But they they came out with um, a documentary. Did you did you see that they had a documentary about Dr. I Fauci? did not. No. So was that did you post it? I didn't see that. I didn't I didn't post it. I, I took a note, but I didn't send it to the group chat. But yeah, so there's a Dr. Fauci documentary basically praising him for all the work that he's done through the pandemic and all of that, you know, holding him up on a pedestal. So what's interesting though is when you look at the ratings, like the rotten tomato ratings, the critics gave it like a 96. And then when it's from viewer ratings, it's like a three. So it's just like, so the so critics you, are trying to, the critics are like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. It's, that's the push of the agenda. That's the push said. of it. Because people are not rocking with it. They don't like it. They hate it, as a matter of fact. 3%, that's terrible. And usually the people rock with what the critics rock with. Um, yeah, usually shit. they're more aligned. Exactly. If something's bad, yeah. usually critics will agree with the people. But this is so lopsided. You can see that there's that definitely, you know, an agenda that they're trying to push there. That's why, bro. Man, prayers up for Burner. Burner came out uh, and said that he has been diagnosed with cancer. Burner's got fight cancer. It. And uh, Burner's a legendary West Coast rapper, more than a rapper, though, businessman responsible for cookies. Responsible and, uh, for the mad, the vibes, paper, marijuana trade, the whole cookies brand. Yeah. Um, he's very big in, instrumental in the, in the legal marijuana. Yeah. The, man, he's big in it. Like, he's it. I remember when I was, because uh, I spent like a whole summer out in California. This was... Uh, this was back in 20, this would have been summer of 2010. And I remember out there, the, the artists that were bubbling the most, where you just heard everywhere, everyone was talking about them, their crazy buzz was Jay Stalin. Yeah. And Burner. Yeah. You heard a lot of Jack too. Jack was up there, but I just remember hearing the most Stalin and uh, For sure. Burner. And, you know, obviously they've, they've continued to grow, but. Yeah, I mean, Burner's just, like I said, he's transcended rap. He's got into other things. And, you know, send out prayers to him. You know, he's got a daughter that that he uh, obviously loves very much, and he's raising her, and, you know, he's doing a lot, so. Now, we're big Burner fans. We're definitely in support you, of that. You've met him before. Him. I've never met him. I met him a few times. I hosted a show with him and Jack before Jack got killed. Okay. I've met Burner, like, three, four times. Yeah. Yeah. And last show, he was here... Uh, Amsterdam, me and Tila were out smoking. He walked by. He was like, yo, I remember you, bro. And he just kept walking, but I, I wasn't going to do the fan thing or nothing. But I, he, out of all the people outside, he pointed at me. T was like, kid, get, get on the bus. I'm like, ah. <laughs> we're chilling, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, shout out, Burner Man. So hopefully, uh, you know, they caught it early, and he's going to be able to fight through it and live a long Yo, Loki, I got a I got a quick burner story since we're talking about them. So when yeah. I did host that event, um, it was Jack Hunt Burner at Aqua Nightclub. Shout out to Red and Jules stay through that show. I remember like yesterday I hosted it. And um Burner, you know, I was, you know, as when I was a host, you're up close and personal with them dudes. You're kind of bringing them on stage or you're talking to communicate with them. I got flicks with him and Jack that night, but I told him anything you need. Um, in the city, let me know. And Burner was like, yo, I want to get a, a, a verse from Atmosphere, from Slug. Whoa. And I was like, I can make that happen for you. And I don't think he believed me, so I got Burner's contact, and I hit Slug the next day. And at the time, Burner's record that he had out was like, it was with Chris Brown, like Yoko Ono, is that <laughs> the name of it? I don't remember. but He had a record with Chris Brown yep. at the time. I think it was Yoko Ono, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember hitting up slug and asking him and i told him the dude had the record and 
Slug was like, yeah, it's not really my style yet. Yeah, and I was like, man, I think it'd be a good look for you. And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I hit Burner back. Burner never hit me back. Uh, then, like, but then like a year later, Slug was on Burner's next album. Uh, he, got a, he got a song with Slug and Mr. Fab on the same record. And so shout out to that. that the shit happened is my point. Yeah. Over time. But I was going to segue that, but it never works. I got the messages and everything still, you know, locked on my phone. Yeah. But that shit was crazy. Like, he wanted a burst from Slug. I was like, okay. Burner fucks with the gangsterest rappers in the world, but he wanted a Slug verse, and that was dope. And he ended up getting one. It's a really good song. So if y'all haven't heard that, check out that Burner Slug record. It's dope. Yeah. That's the the mayor of Minneapolis right there. But it didn't happen segue by me. I'm not going to claim it, but Slug said yes, he would do it. Yeah. So he was like, give him my number. Then I hit Burner, like, yo, here goes his, you know, and maybe he did. He just never responded back to me. Yeah. Maybe he used the the message I sent him, but that's a fact, all facts. I don't got to lie on nothing I've done out here. Yeah. I wanted it to happen. I wanted to be at that session. You feel me? I wanted that to happen. Is he from Oakland? Where is he from? He's from San Francisco. Frisco, okay. Frisco, yeah. Frisco boy. All right. Well, let's, uh, Keep it in the Bay. I want to talk about Too Short. Did you see this apology that he issued? I did. Okay. I wasn't. So, so he caught some heat basically because he said that he prefers uh, light-skinned women. Yeah. And, and people <laughs> people got mad about you that. You can't say nothing anymore, bro. You can't and have an opinion. So he came out and he apologized, but like, I didn't really see a need for him to apologize. Like, why would no. you apologize for your preference? Like, if that's what you like, that's what you like. It is what it is. You know, it's... It, it, I don't I don't like onions. Are y'all gonna cancel me? I don't like onions? <laughs> Word up. But, yes. but I'm saying like, you, you, you see, like, why would you apologize for liking what you like? I don't like beer. Y'all gonna cancel me? I like shots of whiskey. Oh, man. I know, I'm just kidding. Oh, but yeah, you're right. People can't have an opinion no more, bro. It's terrible. No. So I'm starting to like, uh, I'm anti-cancel culture. I don't even pay attention. No one's canceled to me. You can't do that. Yep. You know, T-Pain said on, that, uh, on the second best podcast in the world, uh, Drink Champs, um, T-Pain said, um, you're only canceled for like three days and it's only on Twitter. So. <laughs> and he like Dave after- Chappelle said, Twitter's not even a real place, so I don't care. Right, he said, after three days, it's over. They forget, they're on to the next cancel, you're back. No one really gets canceled. They do move quick. They do. The mob moves quick. They they can't get canceled you. for a few days and you can rebound. I mean, the baby's still touring. I mean, people are it, You're right. it, it, you know, Dave Chappelle's not tripping on the cancel right now. I mean, three days, three, maybe a week, you're canceled, and then get back to it. Yeah. Just stay off and don't read the fucking negative shit. Your, your shit will pass. Yeah. So I would say, man, too short. You don't have to apologize, bro. You like what you like, it is what it is. If people don't like it. Kick Fuck rocks. Fuck Period. Yeah, man. All right. Did you see uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Sanjay Gupta, who's the uh, basically the medical advisor at CNN? Did you see him? He had him on his show. Yes. So I'm gonna play a little clip for people who haven't seen this, but this is this is basically Joe Rogan going head to head with the the doctor over at CNN. Some countries are doing this. Why? Some countries are doing this. Let me ask I'm you gonna tell Can you, you hear it okay? Why would I get vaccinated? Why would I get vaccinated? When you know I have better immunity than someone who's been vaccinated. True. That's true. I don't know how long so it lasts. So if that's the true, this conversation's over. I don't know how long you're right. encouraging non-vaccinated people to get vaccinated, right? Which would be better. Why don't you encourage them to get sick as well? Then they could be as healthy as me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I beat that bitch. I feel unstoppable. I don't know where to. I where got to go. you, bro. No, See, he no, got him on the yeah, rope. So, what is he gonna say? Uh, I'm still working on my first one here. What is he gonna say? All right, big pussyfoot. So, I'm gonna stop it right there. So, basically, what he said: Look, if I already beat COVID, I have the antibodies, and the antibodies that I have naturally are yeah. better, better than the vaccine. You did too, Wiz. You have the. Yeah, vaccine. I know. And the doctor just admitted, yes, true, those antibodies are stronger than the vaccine. So if that, with that being said, why can you not show an antibody test that you've already beaten and you have the antibodies? Why do you have to show a vaccine passport if you already have the antibodies? It doesn't make right. any sense. 
you know, and the more they push it, the more they try to beat you down, the more I'm going to double down and dig my heels in and be like, there's no way I'm, I'm not going to fold. Right. I won't do it because it doesn't make sense. If it was all about, you know, immunity and protection and all that, then an antibody test would suffice. You would not have to get the vaccine. And again, exactly. We're not anti-vaccine. We're just saying it's your choice. It's your choice, but it doesn't make any type of sense. Another thing, I don't have the clip, but he also said he kind of backed the doctor into a corner because he said, you know, so doctor, you're vaccinated, right? He goes, yeah. He's like, and what are you like 51? He's like, yeah. He's like, are you worried about COVID? He goes, no. He goes, okay. He's like, well, if we're looking at the numbers, the the statistics would say an unvaccinated, unvaccinated child would still have better odds of beating COVID than you at 51 being vaccinated. So if you are not worried about COVID at 51 vaccinated and a child who has, you know, a better chance of beating COVID who's unvaccinated, why would they have to get vaccinated? Why should they be scared? Because they're not making it make sense, Tom. That's all, bro. They are not making it make sense at all. And each day that passes, it becomes more and more apparent. Now, do you think more people are waking up or do you think people are just so uh, out of it that they're not even picking it up? People are waking up, but there's people that are also, I mean, it's 50-50 still. It's divide, period. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a strong divide. It is. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Let's keep it moving here. Shout out, big shout out to Joe Rogan, though, man. Period. All right. Uh, God. Yeah. For sure. I want to talk about this with, so you weren't on last week, but we talked about the, uh, the terrible mass shooting that happened at truck park in, uh, St. Paul. Lisa and I both said that, uh, it's not a spot. And I know you've been there too. It's not a spot. You would ever expect something like that to happen. It's a very chill, laid back environment. It's super pop top 40 club environment. You know, I when I saw it, I said this last week, I called Pete right away when I saw it that morning, Sunday morning, because I knew he DJs there son, a Saturday night. And I called him and he was like, I'm okay. But he was like, the vibes were great. There were no scuffles, no signs of something uh, brewing in the crowd, nothing. He's like, you know, he's like, Tone, you know the vibes. I'm playing Bell Biv DeVoe Poison. I'm playing Return of the Mac. Like, it's, it's just, it's easygoing vibes. That's all it is. All right. And then he just said, shots rang out. And it was just, it was complete madness. And unfortunately, um, young lady lost her life. Rest in peace, Kiki. Uh, so oh, last God. week, I misspoke though, because I said she got shot in the neck. She actually got hit in the back. The and back, I heard, I heard it that. went in her lung and her heart. So um, more, more information has come out since last week's episode. So apparently there was an argument I think it was over a girl and they pulled out pistols and they two guys pulled out. They started shooting at each other. <clears throat> Pause. Both Pause. got hit. They both got hit. They fell to the ground and they were still yeah, shooting at each other. Cause when I read the report, I was like, man, there's so many people that got shot in the leg, but that's what it was. Cause they're on the ground shooting yeah. at each other. <clears throat> so I think 14 people got hit. One person passed away. Uh, but I, I said this, <clears throat> excuse me, last week too, because I was I was a little bit critical about Mayor Melvin Carter, St. Paul's mayor. You know, he came out, <clears throat> man, I got to get a drink. Hold on. Did a press conference. And like a lot of politicians, after a mass shooting, they start talking about gun control and stricter gun laws and blah, 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 blah. And Lisa and I both agreed on this because I said the gun laws wouldn't have prevented this. The gun laws don't prevent stuff like this because the criminals, they don't follow gun laws. They're going to get the guns regardless. So when you try to put these stricter gun laws in place, all you're doing is impacting the law-abiding citizens who want right. to have a gun to be able to protect themselves. And I said last week, I said, I'm willing to bet that neither one of these guys were carrying their guns legally. And, you know, the, the they weren't. They weren't. The report came out. Neither one of them were supposed. They were, they both, were both felons. Felons like that. They couldn't have guns. Exactly. Exactly. So it's tragic. I'm glad they caught them. And I said this last week too. Opening fire in the middle of a club and in, hitting innocent people is such a cowardly act. 
it's, you know, this, this young lady lost her life. People are going to be scarred for the rest of their life. The rest it's, of their lives. It's terrible, man. Just the, 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 the PTSD, even if you didn't get shot, but you're right in the middle of that. Man, bro, it's terrible. It's terrible. So I don't even know, man. It's, I don't even really even know what to say about it anymore. It's, People don't fight no more. They don't fight anymore. Pussies. And it can go down anywhere. 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 Because you wouldn't think it would happen to Trump Park. But it did. All right, let's uh, move on to a little bit of a lighter note. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Hooters girls that are that are uh, threatening to quit about the new uniform? The new uniform, yeah, that's wild. Okay, so Hooters been wild though. Hooters, listen, traditionally, if you go to Hooters, you're not really going for the food, right? I mean, I've been no. there just a few times. The food isn't great. You're going there for the ambiance, the atmosphere the eye candy and Hooters has traditionally been known for, you know, skimpy uniforms that the waitresses wear low cut tops. That's what it is. And they have tight orange shorts, but something that, uh, you know, I was reading an article about, and it seems like the, the Hooters research and development team, they found out that like millennials and the newer generation, they're not really as focused on the top as they are the bottom. Oh, so they want to accentuate that more. So they introduced these short shorts. So they're even shorter than they were before. And girls are getting mad about it. But I'm like, look, you work at Hooters. What do you expect? Like guys are coming in there to look at you. You know what it is when you apply at Hooters to be a waitress. You know you the deal. You know the gig. You know guys are going to be in there looking at you. Now you have an issue with shorts. I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> what do you think with right? I'm the same way. You know what you're doing when you get a job at Hooters. Just like if you're working at a strip club and it's... exactly. You know exactly. complain about wearing lingerie set? No. So right. same with Hooters. Yeah. So I mean, if listen, if you want to go work at a, 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 a waitressing job where guys aren't looking at, you know, coming to the restaurant just to look at your body, there are plenty of restaurants to do that at. But when you sign up for Hooters. You know what it is. So yes. stop it. Stop it, ladies. Stop Back. it. All right. <laughs> shout out to Hooters. Yeah, shout out to Hooters. I haven't been to Hooters in a long time, but shout out to Hooters. Which is which is your favorite one, Ruth? I went to one out of town in New Orleans, but I mean the Mall of America. Mall of America. Yeah. All the time. I'm gonna be honest. There's Burn there was a Burnsville one I went to a few times. The best Hooters I ever went to was in New Mexico. Okay. Oh my God. I went to one in New Orleans. That was it. New Orleans in the mall. Okay. In Burnsville. In Burnsville. <laughs> and it was all nice. Yeah. All right. Let's uh move along. So this is actually something I want to talk to you about, Wiz. Uh this is probably this wrap it up. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about. It's like the, the highlight, the hot topic of the night. So wrap um, up. The, Gabby, the Gabby Petito case. I know you've heard about this. Yeah, um, for sure. So we, we covered it when she was still missing. Or maybe she had just been found. I'm not sure. But uh, she was found. Now, they just announced this week the cause of her death is strangulation. Strangulation, right? Yep. So this guy, Brian Laundrie, he's still on the run. He's still missing. They haven't been able to find him or locate him yet. Um, you Last time I was on, you said, dude, seen him, thinks he's seen him, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That that yeah. camper thought I saw him. The so I don't know if you saw him. Today, the FBI actually kicked somebody's door in, a camper who was, like, staying in a cabin in the Appalachian Mountains. He He's a lookalike. Like, he does look like the guy. He's got a beard. He's got a bald head. Similar, uh, similar features, like, you, you would think it was him if you saw him from a little bit of a distance. So or, maybe somebody called in a tip, but they kicked his door in, handcuffed him, but it, it wasn't him. So they're still looking for him. But you being the conspiracy theorist that you are, I want you to tell me, what do you think? You, where do you think this guy is? Do you think he's dead? Do you think he's hiding with a relative? Did he leave the country? Where is Brian Laundry? I think he probably left the country. He had That's to have a real he had to have a real loyal friend or family member and they might have hit him and drove into Mexico. Mm -hmm. He yeah, might because, do something. I mean, if I don't know. Because at this point, right? I mean, he's been he's been on the run 
uh, over a month. Yeah. And even though he's a, an outdoorsman and he, you know, he's, he's skilled with, with being, you know, in the survival and in the woods, yeah. survivalist, like, like the, you know, surviving in, in the wilderness for over a month or they were looking for him in the swamp. People were saying, there's no way that you can survive. Like, how are you really going to survive and eat every single day for, you know, 45 days? Either somebody is hiding him. Yep. Or he, like, like you said, he hit uh, another country and he's long gone. Do you think he's alive, though? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if they, if he was dead, where would he, buried in concrete or something? Like, where would he be? Yeah, because if he had killed himself or something, you think they, they probably would have found his body by now. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, how do you think this plays out? Do you think they will eventually find him? Do you think he's just yes. gone? Yeah. They'll find him. Okay. He might just be swifter than the rest of them. He might be swept on his toes to get caught up with these hoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I think... Uh, I th- will come to an end. And that's no joking matter. Like, I'm just no, saying not swift. The way he conducted it, I mean, usually when people murder somebody, they don't plan it out. He might have had it planned. He might have had an escape route plan and everything. It might have been premeditated. Who knows? Well, I think that, you know, when he when he came back, <clears throat> when he left, you know, Gabby, he came back without her. And then right. people, Gabby's family was like, well, where is she? We haven't heard from her. And the cops went to his house and he's like, I'm not talking. I have a lawyer, all of that. Right. You know, he he already knew what he did. So that right. gave him a good, you know, a good week or so head start from the cops on where he could go, how he yeah. could plan out his escape, all of that. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's probably with somebody that's hiding him, I would think. Someone's hiding him in another country, I bet. It'll all come out. It'll come out in the fall, I bet. Yeah. Yep. I have faith in it. Yeah. I hope they get him, man, because, I mean, me, me having too. a daughter. And, yeah, it's terrible. Fuck that guy. Needs to be under the jail. Period. So, all right, man. Well, I don't know. You have anything else? No, that's it. That's it, man. I said my piece early. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Salute to you, man. That's that's a major feat, bro. So, congratulations on that. One year, man. That's major. Yes, sir. So, all right. What's been another great episode of the Twin City Tone podcast in the books. We'll be back next Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YouTube. We appreciate all the new subscribers. Thank you for rocking with us. We're out. Peace.